previously on for no good reason i'm glad you clarified because like i also exposed myself in high school yeah and he got and in trouble yeah oh. i'm not allowed to go back <laughs> senior year oh yeah like yeah. two weeks before graduation <laughs> what and he got a, he uh, got suspended first of all just the booty so um williams fam i don't know if you guys oh, yeah, yeah. That, but they're, they're cool. pretty they're like a viral sensation yeah, yeah. all Serena the platforms yes yeah. no come on you walk around barefoot i know a lot of uh grounded people who do that I, in nature oh in nature not yeah, just like, not, not in downtown <laughs> yeah, bruno yeah, okay yeah, hawaiian yeah, yeah. hawaiian you know shout uh-huh. out to bruno mm, okay yeah. He's from Hawaii. I, I want to do a dance challenge, like, but it's hard. Like, I don't know how to dance. Oh, be Riv. Talk to me. Oh, man, see, here's here's the thing. I try to, from knowing you, from seeing, from hearing your music, from Payola, from Payola. No, no. Jump. Just jump one time. Check this out. But nah, like your breath still stink because you gotta eat something. Hey, I'm not surprised, mother. People are so scared to lose that they don't even try. It's brand new, but the problem is it's so brand new that if I mess it up. It's for no good reason. Here's Mike. Yeah, I, I, uh. Rolling. Pull down your pants. You know, I, I can't do accents. Katrina. And even if a snake bit you, you don't suck the snake. <laughs> and producer Paul. What the f- Okay, this Why is your intro. Why guys show? <laughs> I don't know. Yo! This is for no good reason. Thank you so much for having us on. You can subscribe to the show now. Go to fngrpodcast.com. And of course, you can always follow us on Facebook and on Instagram. At FNGR Podcast. FNGR Podcast. Hit us up. Love to hear from you. We are recording live from the world famous Las Vegas at the FNGR Network Studios. 85 Mike Sold Yellow. Yo, I can't believe all four of us are back in the building. Hey. Hey. I'm super stoked. <laughs> Katrina. I just got a booster and I can't lift my left arm. Oh, oh, producer Paul. Man, I need a booster in height because <laughs> I feel like I've been losing some height, but whatever. <laughs> Roland, let us know what's up. Man, I'm feeling good. You know why? Oh, oh. oh. what? Oh, it's that time. It's that time. It's we got that it. time. Who's here? Hmm. Entertainer. Oh, give it to him. Singer. What? Hey. What else? What else? What else? Freestyle comic. Oh, okay. Freestyle comic. Rapper. Oh, God. Actor. Oh. Model. Oh. Dancer. Oh. Fashion icon. Oh. Hustler. Oh, my Ladies gosh. and gentlemen, give it up for Jay True. Oh, yeah. oh, shit. Oh, shit. Oh, 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 my God. Oh, my God. What's going on? Thank you for being here, bro. Man, thank you. Damn, where you coming from, man? From uh, a magazine shoot. From, yeah. uh, Paris Fashion Week. Fashionista. I was trying to get an expensive booster so I can grow a couple inches. <laughs> <laughs> man. Hey, bro. Well, thank you so much for being here. We know you're super busy. I, I said you were an entertainer, Whoa. singer, yes. comic, dancer, comedian. Bro. What, what do you categorize yourself mm-hmm. as? What would you label yourself as? A product for the people. Oh. Hey. Yeah. oh. A product oh, for, for the people. people. So let me ask you this, bro. Yeah. When did it all start for you? I was born in Philadelphia, Pennsylvania. PA. Oh. PA. Okay. That's PA. That's yeah. PA. Is it accurate to say that uh, in West Philadelphia? Born and raised. All right, so you are uh, you you were born in uh, Philadelphia. Yes. 
How was that? Tough. Tough. <laughs> really tough. Uh, you know, as, as much as uh, Philadelphia is considered to be the city of brotherly love, mm. it's the exact opposite. Damn. Wow. The exact opposite. Wow. And uh, to speak a little bit about the truth name, that name was actually given to me as a street performer over there oh. on the subway stations. So we, me and my partner were performing the cold, and someone brought that name up to my attention, and I, you know, I kind of just adopted it. PA was given a little bit later because I figured no matter where I go in the world, I wanted people to remember where I came from. Exactly. So you were performing out there. So how old were you when you started performing? So I worked at a Hess gas station and did some things I wasn't supposed to. (laughs) So I I got fired. And um, the very next day, I went into a place called The Gallery. It's a, it's a big mall in the downtown Philadelphia area. And I ran into who was my partner. Later on, he was just beating on a, on a black box. He went by the name of Lyrical God. And in the mall, he's just at the, at the subway entrance, just having a time of his life. And me being a timid kid back then, I just felt like, okay, this is my way of like branching out of myself. So I walked up to him like, look, you know, I like what you're doing. I'm a singer and I'm an entertainer. I would like to see what we can do together. And that same day, we just, okay, let's just give it a shot. So he yeah. started beating. I started freestyling. And within minutes, we, we, we built an amazing crowd with no microphone, no mm. speaker, no nothing, wow. all oh. singing on top of my lungs. Yeah. And we thought it'll be, you know, it'll, it'll turn into something special. So we stayed partners from that moment until we got here. Whoa, whoa. Okay, Dang. hold on. Let's unpack that whoa, for a bit because cause you said you were a timid kid. Mm-hmm. I always have this thing that uh, Philadelphia uh, uh, raised me and Vegas made me. I always, I've always said oh, I, yeah. the, the, the level of entertainer that I am today, I wasn't back then. I mean, I've always had good, like, passion and I've always wanted to like, speak life into people. Mm. But insecurities, doubt, self-consciousness, you know, the products of my environment like, pretty much held me down to where I wasn't giving the most of me. And that opportunity of me seeing uh, Lyrical God at the, the gallery, which you know, transpired into so many beautiful things. That was my way of like, okay, I'm fired from my job. You know, I'm, I'm what, 18, 19 years old now. I don't know what to do, but I know this is what I love. If I don't walk up to this person now and say something, I know I'll walk away more disappointed oh. than me walking up and hearing him say no. I'd rather get a no and be confident that at least I walked up than go back home and always uh, the assumptions, the what ifs. The, what if? oh, yeah. He didn't think I, I was cool enough. Yeah. You know, yeah. I didn't yeah. want that. Were, yeah. you, were you always a singer, like a, as a kid, though? Were you always performing? Yeah. yeah. I, I don't know if y'all remember, you know, when the grinding, the grinding song came out? Grinding. Mm-hmm. Uh, we would, uh, you know, since third grade, when we was beating on the tables back then, I, I knew yeah. I had an a, a, a interest in rap. And it's been something that's, like, kind of stuck with me all my life, you know? It went from getting, getting girls and just trying to be the cool guy to, like, realizing how powerful words can be spoken if you use them the right way. I mean, just making that beat uh, with your hands, that, that's a complicated beat by uh, Pharrell and the Neptunes, man. Yes, sir. <laughs> Bro. Oh, damn, yeah. Dude. I had problems mixing that song. Yeah. Grind oh, it. did you? Oh, yeah, yeah. Because oh. that, that beat you was gotta just mix, so You got to be all precise yeah. with the mix. Yeah. That would give me problems. Yeah, that would give me problems. Yeah, you all by it just a little bit, and it's, he's going to have it's like... It's just stupid. Yeah, it's just going to be stupid. It's just like, okay, you suck. Yeah, pots and pans. Hey, why'd you point at me? I'm going to say, I'm still, I'm on the up and up. No. But J Truth, I gotta ask you, man. You know, somebody had to put you on, right? So was it like a household thing, where it's like music always playing mm-hmm. around the house, or was it something outside of the house, where you got exposed to music and wanting to sing? How did that go about? So here's where the kicker comes in. All right. Nobody in my house really 
I mean, my sister sang too, a okay. little bit, but not something that she took seriously. Um, so I, I'm somewhere in my family tree, you know, there's a performer somewhere. Got you. Okay. But I don't know if you guys remember, I, uh, I believe it was on Nick Jr. Or I forgot what program, but The Wiggles. Yeah. yeah. The Wiggles. The Wiggles. Yeah. 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 That's where, like, I started to, like, I would sing all their songs when I'm taking a shower. <laughs> yeah. And I started to notice, like, my, you know, my gift for singing mm -hmm. and... And and, and 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 just the desire to like move move that yeah. and then I'm I'm infatuated with colors colors are the vibration of my universe so like you know seeing you know the yellow one having mm -hmm. a red shirt blue shirt like almost like a Power Ranger kind of thing yeah. Yeah. I just love that unity and everybody had a different sense of, of self expression that I've kind of embodied without even knowing it and I've realized this later down in my journey but like watching the Wiggles and and <laughs> and, and and you know going to uh, a school where, you know, bullying was kind of a thing. That was like my way into like my own little world when I watched the Wiggles. It's just yeah, me. Man. I'm wow. having fun. Nobody could judge me. Yeah, if man. I take a shower, I could do yeah. ooh la la's all I want to. Nobody yeah. say yeah. that. Ooh la la's. <laughs> you know? Yeah. And it, 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 it stuck with me. And even though there's parts of, of, of those moments that I forgot, the enrichment of like that particular thing with the wiggles is something that like i've learned to hold with me because i remember what it did for me yeah being such a, a small kid wow well i mean maybe that's so you you said somewhere on your family tree there was a singer and i mean i think for every family it got to start with someone yeah what what if that i mean it's what you. if you yeah well, like you are the the the, the person that. Then I'm gonna uh, be a tough pair of shoes to fill for the next yeah. generation. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. They're gonna have to watch a lot of uh, episodes of The Wiggles on Netflix. Well, they, right, could, right. They, could, they could watch a whole bunch of episodes of J True PA now. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so you you started singing. When did the rapping come into play as a child? Rapping was actually first. Oh, it was rapping. Oh. So, so I I I sang in the beginning, but. You know, being a kid, I didn't even know if I had a voice or not. I just yeah. knew that I liked to project that way. <laughs> but rapping was more predominant in my life because uh, being in third grade uh, at a school called Allen M. Stern uh, in Philadelphia, you know, I'm in, I'm, I'm in a predominantly African-American school, so er and, like, everybody's on like, like this cool hip-hop phase. Everybody's beating on right. tables and rapping, and I just wanted to be the cool guy. So, I, you know, I, I would watch. I would see them beat, and then... You know, I, I wanted to jump in and I jumped in and it. it you jumped in? Like, yeah. Being yeah. timid back then. Yeah. You were always timid. I was always timid. Bro. So it's like I always had to like push and pull. And I think a lot of people have that, like that desire or that instant spark to do something and mm -hmm. then to get their foot right at the door and something pulls them back. That's where I was at with this whole rapping thing or just music in general. I, I knew what I wanted to do or how I wanted to. Uh, how I say let it out mm -hmm. but once yeah. I got to the space where I was able to let it out then the, the, the doubt or what if I'm not doing it right what if I get laughed at started to come into play and that's what I carried with me a, a long time in my life up until kind of when I moved to Vegas wow, wow. and yeah. when, when did you move here June second, twenty fourteen. Wow! Oh, yeah. oh, oh wow! Yeah. Wow! I'll never forget it. Lyrical. Yeah. So you went out here with the uh, lyrical God? Yeah. So. Uh, when I met Lyrical God in Philadelphia, the day after I quit my job, we... we or got fired. I mean, I got fired. Well, I'm, I quit. I quit. Right? For, 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 I fired for, my boss. I fired yeah, you know? Yeah. Uh, you can't fire me. I quit. Yeah. But, so, but, but I tell the unemployment office that I got fired. Oh, yeah, 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 100%. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. You got to. Yeah. I did not coin. quit. Get that coin. Government spending. <laughs> Get that <money>. Government <laughs> spending. You know, seeing him and seeing what we did that day. Yeah. Um, 
we we kept it going. I I me and my mom weren't the closest back then either. So mm. unfor you know, fortunately I left and I didn't have no other way to make money but to do that with him. And through constant repetition, you know, confidence started to build a little bit. Then the magic happened. Yeah, we, we chose one day in January of 2014. We're like, you know what? We've been doing so good here in the gallery. We're going to go to New York. Oh, and we didn't, yeah. go, we didn't even go prepared at all. But it was like, we're going to go to New York, and we're going to put this somewhere and just be, and we're going to see what happens. Yeah. So we went to New York. Oh. Yeah. And that video is actually on YouTube still. Oh. We went to New York City. We, we were right in front of, right in Times Square, right in the, right, right in the middle. And he's beating on the box. It's the winter time, and the winter times in the East Coast are brutal. Oof. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So Oof. we're not dressed for the occasion, but we went out there with the purpose. We're gonna, we're gonna, we're gonna do what we gotta do until we make say so. We are gonna make yeah. it happen. You brought the fire. Exactly. Ooh. You brought that heat. Cool. I, I, I didn't know it back then. <laughs> you know, so I didn't yeah. know it that back then. Right. I just wanted to complete a task for once in my life. So I went out there with him, and. We were beating on a box, and all of a sudden, people started to stop. And I'm and remind you, I'm not using a speaker or a mic or a system. I'm mm -hmm. screaming at the top of my lungs with traffic, mm -hmm. people crossing the street and having dialogue, and trying to captivate and capture people's attention at the same time while he's beating on that big, that big black box he had. Yeah. It turned out that the first day we went out there, somebody from a who is a part owner of World Star Hip Hop mm -hmm. ended up passing by Ooh. and recording. The us doing what we were doing, so we were going viral as we were on the way wow. back home. Oh, <laughs> wow, you didn't even know, like, I didn't it, was, know. it was happening. This is how I found out. This is, <laughs> I was taking a poop. <laughs> <laughs> the best ideas yeah. come hey. when you're, you know. we, we get, we get, we get to a, a house that we were able to stay in that someone actually took us in, and yeah. uh, and I will love him to the day that I die. He actually gave us a place to call home, even though. We didn't know too much about him. He didn't know too much about us. Hmm. We went back there. I'm taking a poop. What okay. we all do. Okay. <laughs> Knees on my thighs. Scrolling. And all of us, all I see on the Facebook posts is, uh, you know, congratulations, J3PA. Like, I'm so excited for you. And it's one of my friends. So I'm like, what is this? And I clicked on it. And then when I clicked on it, it went to... It went yeah, to the, the video, yeah, oh. and we're already like two, three hundred thousand views in, wow. and that's only a few hours. Yeah. So I started screaming, and my boy ran in while I was taking the poop. <laughs> I'm just there, like, yo, we yeah. did, we doing it, and, and your boy's like, oh man, I thought you fell in, or I thought, I thought you, you yeah. fell in the toilet again. <laughs> yo, I dropped the bomb that day. Man. Yeah. Yeah. Two bombs, two bombs, two bombs. Yeah. Like the excitement just went through. Yeah, bro. Like, it just went through. <laughs> were you like, uh, no wonder, like I heard someone going, world star, the whole time. Bro, it was crazy. Crazy. And that day opened up a lot of other opportunity. Obviously, viral videos mm -hmm. captivates mm -hmm. more attention. Mm -hmm. People see it. Um, we got I got my first ever taste of getting paid to travel and the whole five star wow. hotel experience. Wow. I got we got hit up on on YouTube through a a, a lady from Barry University College mm -hmm. in. Uh, in Fort Lauderdale, Florida, and they offered us the whole, we'll pay for the flight, back wow. and forth, wow. put you guys in your own separate hotel rooms. I don't know nothing about this lifestyle, but yeah. I was so excited to say that that was an accomplishment. Yeah. Well, we, we, we did really great at the, at the performance. We actually performed twice that in that stay. Come back home, you know, things are happening, life's taking over. Yeah. Got a hit up on Instagram from someone in Las Vegas mm. who knew I was a dancer before any of this. Mm, right. Reached out to me like y'all want you to work with my son. I saw your viral video. I know this. I saw your Instagram. So I know that you do mm. other things. My son's a dancer. I would love to have you come out here. And you know, 
work with him, it'll be good for content. It'll be good just to have him a part of something like that because he was a young kid, like probably 13, 14 at the time. Mm, yeah. I had, and at that time, I had my own small little apartment with my partner, and I had a girl that I thought I was going to be in love with for the rest of my life. Mm. So it, it, it was more of a decision, like, look, I'm not just by myself. Mm-hmm. You know, is there a possible way to get my friends to come with me? I want right. to be with them on this journey of mine. Right. He only had enough to pay for one more ticket, mm. and I had to make a choice. <gasps> oh, Good choice. Yeah. Yeah. No, but yeah, it's yeah. the right decision because in my head, you know, I try to think as smart as I could. I'm like, mm. okay, I love this woman. I can go out with her, have a whole new life out there. Mm. And, you know, the dream come true. Mm-hmm. Get out the hood once and for all. Then the other part of me was like, wait a minute, why don't you take your partner? Yeah, why bring sand to the beach? You're going to, to Vegas. To Vegas. <laughs> Yo. Yeah, right. But I didn't know that. <laughs> until, until that moment, I never even left, until Barry University, I never left out the tri-state. Oh. New Jersey, New York, and Philadelphia right was mm-hmm. all it was for me. So going to Barry University was that, like, that little taste. Right. Yeah. Then to go all the way across the coast Ooh. was like a whole nother ball game. Yeah. So I made a choice. I was like, you know what? I think I should take my partner, mm. establish something out there then come back mm. and get her and she can come to something suitable rather than trying to in the struggle. figure it out yeah. 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 yeah yeah how did she react to that mm. we cried our asses off oh. <laughs> you know we 19 yeah. i loved it in death oh, yeah. i still remember her name shout out jessica Cintron. anyway hey. <laughs> you know, hey. i took my boy out there instead and that was it like mm. we cried our behinds off before i left but I thought that that was going to be the best decision for me, even though in my heart I was like, no, that's, this wasn't right. right. Yeah. But it turned out to be the best decision because even though all the reasons I came out here didn't really manifest, mm. I, I, always, I had instilled this, this uh, mantra in my head. I'd rather go to Vegas and fail mm-hmm. than come back home as a failure. Oh. Mm. So even though in th- like two months' time, he ended up coming right back home to Philadelphia. I'll, I'll, I was never going to be ready to make that transition ever again. I love my home. I love yeah. what it made me. But I'm never... If you Anybody who leaves the hood ain't trying to go back. Wow. I'm not going back. So I'd rather fail here than go home and feel like a failure for the rest of my life and not know what kind of life I could have had right. if I gave it a chance. And coming to Vegas was the best thing I could have done to stay here. I've learned, you know, how to be an, a better artist. Mm-hmm. Diving into personal development. You know, I, I started my family in Vegas. And, you know, here I go now at 29 years old. I don't know if I would have ever been able to possess these tools or these mental tools that I have today being stuck in the same cultural system that mm-hmm. I, was st- I was in dealing with the same thing. We're a product of our environment. They always say that you're like the top five people you hang around. Mm -hmm. I'm I'm around the same hustlers and drug dealers all day. And then I come to Vegas and I mess up and go back. That's my product of my environment. And I didn't want that for myself. Mm -mm. And I I knew that earlier on, even though I was timid, even though I was very insecure. You know, call me a punk if you want to. I just wasn't wasn't for the drama. Mm -hmm. But I always had a strong mindset to that approach of I'd rather do something powerful and fail Mm -hmm. than to keep assuming the what ifs and feel like a failure. And here I am seven years down the road. Hell yeah, man. You know know what? Like a lot of people uh, think that they got to go to New York or L.A. Mm -hmm. And people, you know. They, they overlook, they, they sleep on Vegas, man. Vegas is so sleep. is the entertainment capital, but, you know, just because it's not as big as L.A. or New York. But it's the people here are... Wildly know, talented, yeah. So much talent and so supportive, you know, the community. Of course. Is, you know, because, like, everyone, like, feels like, you know, 
like all the shine happens in LA and New York. Like like and, and everyone out here in Vegas is like, yo, you know, we we exist too. But I also feel like that's publicity movies. Mm -hmm. Cause every time we watch I've I watched the movie back home, it always showed the strip. Yeah. And the casinos. That's right. So to anybody who's never really traveled much, I feel like they'll have this, oh, that's all it's about. Gambling, women, drugs, etc. Yeah. But and it, there's so much more. There's so on much top more. Of that. And then you watch these music videos or people who talk about their stories about how they how they went to mm -hmm. LA to become something and they did, or they went to New York to do something and they did. Mm -hmm. And I guess that, that kind of just carries on through generation that that's the thing. Until you actually come to Vegas and realize it's bigger than you think. There's so yeah. much there's so much beauty outside of just the strip in Fremont Street. And like I said, you know, uh, Philadelphia raised me, but mm. Vegas made me, and I'll oh, never yeah. change that. Bro, speaking of, like, you know, you just said right now, there's so much more to Vegas than the strip in Fremont Street. What I'm curious is when your partner left, why, you know, go to Fremont? Like, did you feel like you're missing something with him not being here? Because you're obviously still, you, you performed on the streets of Fremont, you know what I'm saying? Garnered all that attention. You know, did you feel like you were missing something with him, or no, you just felt like the show had? No, to keep we almost going? fought it out. Actually, he oh, he started to blame, you know, my lack of, of of performance as the reason why we're not making enough for him to send money to his family. It, it became a brawl. He threatened oh. me a lot, and it, I was still timid back then. Mm -hmm. Even coming to Vegas, my first my first year, still very like, I'm not with the fighting or the drama at all. Yeah. So like, it, it it scared me. You know, so to see him leave and to have that sh that release of my shoulders where I can finally think more independently rather than think with the soul that's oh, just dark. Gotcha. Yeah. It was a win for me. So yeah. him going back home was like, OK, so that could have been me, too, if I would have carried a limited mindset. Wow. I'd rather just stay here and figure it out. Right. I didn't leave for no reason. Yeah. So I got to make something happen or I'm going to feel like like a failure for the rest of my life. Where did the, that wisdom come from? Cause you're making these wise decisions along the way. At a young age. At a young age. Back then I didn't know that these were wise decisions. They were more like, like gut feelings. Mm. Like, oh, this, like this, this got instinctive. But as I be, got more into personal development throughout the years, I started to realize the tools that I've possessed back then. You know, we never, we don't, we don't ever see the road how it plays out mm -hmm. to get there until we look back when we actually accomplish it and start to piece the pieces right. together like oh this is why these things happen or this is why I ended up in this situation or this is why this I didn't know that that was a tool for me I just knew that I was you know I was insecure very self-conscious but I I wanted to get out of it so bad so my mind was the strongest thing that I had mm -hmm. you know outside of this music world of mine like numbers and, and math and reading are like they're, they're power tools for me so I relied on that when I couldn't rely on my gift. Oh, gotcha. Yeah, man. On and like fundamentals. On fundamentals. Yeah. Music can teach me a lot. And it's taught me so much about people and what I can do for the world if I use my voice right. And that's why my music is designed and, and, I, and I make the music that I make. It's not the same, you know, cultural thing that's happening in the world today. Yeah. But I know there's a lot of resonance that's helped a lot of people throughout the years with, with what I was able to learn and being able to tell my story pieces at a time until I became comfortable to say, this is who I am. I'm going to lay it all out for you, mm -hmm. which I'm, you know, going to do in this podcast right now. Yeah, you're Thanks doing you it right know. now. Yeah, man. Absolutely. Hey, just real quick, man. Um, when your partner, like, went back, um, did Jessica call you and go, <laughs> no, bro, listen. Yeah, what? what? Told listen, yeah. Let's, up that listen yeah. let's talk about <laughs> Let me talk to you, Jess. Let me yeah. talk to you. Let her know. Let her know. Let me talk to you. Yeah. Speak your yeah. piece. Yeah. I'm happy mm. hey. I didn't bring her because. Uh, yeah. Yeah. 
Uh, don't be rude, guys. I'm happy. Oh, I'm so. Oh, yeah, no. I hold on. I'm yeah. happy. <laughs> I didn't bring her because a few months, a few weeks, about a month or two down the line, mm. she ended up in Florida, mm. oh. and we were trying to stay connected. Mm. You know, and I would cry a lot not having her out here. You know, I was into her. Yeah. Hard. Yeah. She got pregnant by somebody else. Oh, oh no. no. Yeah, I, 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 according to her, yeah. it wasn't supposed to be like that. It just mm. happened. Yeah. But mm. what? But then the what if came? Oh, if Oda yeah. brought you here, there's mm. so much more than what you're used to yeah. out here. Oh. Oh, yeah. You got oh. plenty of option. To, to, you come. To, I'm coming to Vegas from a, as, from Philadelphia, but I can literally come to Vegas and be whoever I want to be. Mm -hmm. yeah. yeah. You know, you leave you leave your state or home because you want more comfortability, but you also go with some type of knowingness mm -hmm. that you can be or create whoever you want to become in this new space because there's nobody around you who knows you from the past. Right. Yeah, mm -hmm. you can you know? start over. I can reinvent myself and start over. Yeah, I don't know what she would have done mm -hmm. yeah. having yeah. all this at her disposal. Mm -hmm. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Yeah. And I, I'm glad I'm never got to find out. There you, yeah. go. Hey. there you go. Shout out, Jessica. Yeah, shout out. <laughs> <laughs> Shout out, Jim. Mm. <laughs> hey. Still cute though. Yeah. Oh! <laughs> Shout out, yeah. Jim. <laughs> I have a question. Yeah. Um, in your intro, we said freestyle comic. Oh, we'll get into that right now if you oh. want to. What? Mm. Well, can, can you? Oh, I got you right that? now, baby. Listen to me. What Focus. Escúchame bien, por favor. Listen. So on on Fremont Street, um, I and this happened recently. Um. When I first started going to Fremont Street, and this is fast forwarding to when I started to do my own show on the mm -hmm. strip, yeah. it was more about how do I feed my, 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 my firstborn son? How do I take care of my family? How much money can I make? The trick that I've learned, or I wouldn't say the trick, but the, the flip that changed everything was to no longer look at what can I gain, mm. but what can I give? And stand-up comedy has been a part of my life for quite some time. So, and, I've, and I love stand-up comedy because it breaks the ice. It talks about real taboo or real social things that we go through, but it does it in a way that it'll make you laugh at yourself almost. Yes. That's right. I adopted that and wanted to include that in my, my, my freestyle ability because I wanted people to not only see me as a, as a music artist and see my potential in rap, but I also wanted to you know, help them break the ice of their own fears, self-conscious beliefs, uh, uh, being timid or feeling uh, insecure about themselves. I wanted to use the comic sense to help them just laugh at themselves. And that became the freestyle comedy that I do on Fremont every night now that's impacted so many lives through TikTok that's blown up re for me recently. Mm -hmm. And everything's happened on the strip that's changed my artistry and the outlook of how people see me outside when it's just the streams or the videos, etc. I'll never forget what Fremont's done for me. Yeah. Never. Here's the thing, uh, J-Truth, I gotta ask you, man, how are you able to process, man, the rhymes, whether it's freestyling or... Um, jokes. But yeah, jokes. It, how, are, how, how are the words being able to come through? I'll do it right here on this beat. Oh, man. All right, here we go. I'm going to do it real slow for y'all. Mm. Go ahead, man. I got, go some, ahead. I got some DJ Khaled keys in this one. Oh. I did it because we think too much and we feel too less. And we never say everything that's on our chest. Oh. Yes, we stressing, yes. We break our necks and our backs because we always going back to back. Hey. See, we always react too quick to crap mm -hmm. instead of just knowing and responding back. Hey. And influences make you sick because they dictate all of your moves and shit. Oh. Insecure? Hey. 
Yes, I know. I live above that. Shh, don't limbo, bro. You gotta swear you're hot, even when it's cold, because it's all in the mind. Stay in control. Damn. Because in forms out, out kills in. Simplicity is how you win. Lights are dim, lines are thin. So be that alchemy within. Don't be like Paul and Revere. Self militia over here. Biologically superior. Go and flex a little here. Then go and flex a little there. Why the hell you being scared? Be a tortoise, not the hare. You gotta become more aware. So my middle finger is up in the air. Cause to the haters, I don't care. Love that. That Whoa. that can uh, that hopefully just that answered that <laughs> answered the question. That answered the question. Yeah. 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 So music is a big part of your life, man. What what type of music do you listen to though? I mean, you you create mm-hmm. music. What's mm-hmm. your I don't know when you're who's driving it, in the car. I've been very into old school music. Uh, I used to carry a Walkman at 14, 15 and just mm. walk. Like my way of getting away from everything is just to walk, get on the subway mm. and just like just move and dance a little bit and just think. Like I, I've created so many images in my mind of the things that I wanted to say and do and feel. Granted, like I said, we're all a product of our environment in some way. So, I'll, of course, I've talked about, you know, the drugs. I, I talked about the women and, mm-hmm. you know, I'm coming to your crib and do this. Yeah. But I saw how that resonated. It wasn't until one day in sixth grade I'm playing the piano and I'm just singing and doing me mm. to to have the people to have the staff sit behind me or just watch me and felt the empowerment of the words I was speaking is where it started to really click. Gotcha. I can make this music all day. Yeah, I can make mm. something like Little Pump all day and it'll right. go where it'll go where it needs to go. I'd much rather have a niche of people who love me for the music that I make rather than trying to be you know, a, a mainstream up. artist yeah. that just wants to drop records because I want, you know, I'm doing the, the cookie cutter type of music that everybody yeah. else is doing. Yeah. I like what I'm doing. I actually love what I'm doing and I won't change it for the world. But that was it for me, man. You know, I love making the music that I make. I, I've taken a lot of my self-development and I, I'm a very soft-hearted person. You know what I'm saying? At the end of the day, I'm very in tune with my feminine and masculine side. And I always felt like talking that emotionally on the record was just not it. And if you're coming from Philadelphia, ain't, mm-hmm. ain't nobody trying to hear that. Like, right. you, you know, go big or go home. You better be a dog or get eaten by one. Over here, have a little bit more freedom. I can walk out here with a chain and my J's on. Ain't nobody going to stop the car and beat their horn and say, run it. Right. In Philadelphia, mm. you just walk to the corner store. You got some fresh J's, it's over for you. Mm. So that knowing that I had a, a more freedom and less worry, mm-hmm. I started to, you know, start to say the things I actually wanted to say for once. And when I started to feel how good they felt to me, I don't care if you don't like it. I love it. Yeah. And I know that if I love it, there's got to be somebody mm-hmm. that has a conscience similar to mine that's going to love it too. Yeah. I want those people because too many times I and many others maybe, we try to be something to, for these people to love us. And then when they leave, we're sad. But you wasn't being you anyway to have them. Uh, the moment you're yourself, you may only have those five people, but they're going to rock with you because right. it's you versus the 20,000 people that you got rocking with you because you are being something that they're used to. And I didn't want that in my life. So when I started to embody that, thing, with that embody that, I don't care about this. Sh- I mean, yeah, streams are important. Mm-hmm. The videos are important. And I understand how social media works. But that's less important than the impact that I'm able to make, even to a small group of people, versus making something that the world's gonna like for ten minutes and then put away tomorrow. I want I make music that lasts a lifetime. Snow little pump. Yeah. <laughs> no, Ain't no, no way. Skid it over here. <laughs> yeah. 
you mentioned old school. You like Yo, old school music. Um, what else? Esquire is a tagline from. It's a something that Little Pump always says. Oh, I knew that. But like, what old school music? Oh boy, mm. I, I wouldn't say too old school, but I like the um, like Curtis Blow. Curtis oh, Blow, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, like yeah. Curtis Blow. Um, uh, the Furious Five. Yeah. That, oh, old yeah. school. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. Like that, He's that, talking that, about that, the breaks, that, man. That, yeah, yeah, I'm saying, yeah, and, yeah. and a lot of uh, you know, uh, a big song, Shady. a big yes, yes, a big song that stood out to me was a uh, what they call what they call the the, the type of genre. Um, her name is Raquel. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, fr- uh, well, it's called fr- uh, freestyle. Like, yeah, it's a freestyle mega mix. Yeah. yeah. And it's yeah. one song by Raquel. I can't remember how to sing it right now, uh, but I think you know what I'm talking about. I do. And uh, there's another one called um, "In My Heart." Dun, 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 dun. Like all those records, yeah. I loved the so sound. Stevie B. The, and, Stevie B. Yeah, uh, Spring he's, Love. Yeah, he's local. Yeah, he's, he's local. local. He's out here. Yeah, he's out. Where he live at? I'm <laughs> Henderson, bro. Yeah. I'm not so does Taylor door. Mickey. <laughs> you know, like the Diamond yeah. Girl and all that. Yeah, like, those girl, uh, were my records. Yeah. I don't, but, but nobody really listened to that around me. But my mom did. Yeah. My mom, uh, like, she know. loved it. So Connie, it, it uh, yeah. fed me. That, that, you know? Dev. Yeah. Um, that funky little beat. Yeah. yeah. Hell yeah. So those records is what I would listen to. Mm-hmm. You know, on my on my journey. But like, because that their that composition and that music is so different than hip hop and all these yeah. other music like I I didn't know how to present that my way without feeling like a loser you know, you know? It, that that music is different but at the same time I remember like like break dancing to it you know like, like oh. that was like you know that's that's what you dance to bro I, call, I made a, a lot of viral dance mm. dances to those songs that had mm-hmm. never been recorded you would have caught me <laughs> at 16 17 years old I'm in, mm. in the street yeah. having a good time but it made me feel good and then the reason why I say Vegas made me is because the moment that I came here and started to embody what made me feel good mm-hmm. versus what feels good to other people, my music made a change that yeah. that it became what it is today. Yeah. yeah. Here we go. We got you, bro. We got you. Playlist of the week. Playlist of the week. Oh, you guys got it. Playlist of the week is producer Paul's playlist this week. I caramba. And now it's producer Paul's playlist. Get the full countdown at fngrpodcast.com. This is producer Paul's playlist. It might be old, it might be new, but chug it, chug it, choo choo. Paul V gave it to you. Paul V gave it to you. Producer Paul gave it to you. Paul V and either one. What? Uh, right before the segment began, we got Jay Truth, PA in the building. Thank you for being here, bro. Thank you. And uh, right before the segment began, we asked him, like, what type of music do you listen mm-hmm. to? And, um, bro, mm. old, school. old school. He started with the Curtis Blow. Yeah. Then, then, then he brought it over to, uh, to uh, MC Shy D, to, to Stevie B, Stevie B, Debbie Dub, yeah. yeah, Raquel, and all that. Yeah, you, could, you, could throw, you could throw the Spice Girls in there if you want to. Hey. Like, yes. I, 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 don't want to, I don't care if I feel like a lame. I like the Spice Girls. I like the Spice Girls. I watched the movie, too. Yeah. yeah. I watched the movie, too. 100%. 100%. And, and Scary Spice wasn't my cup of tea, but she can get it. Yeah. There you go. That's what I'm talking yeah. about right there. So uh, this is the part of the show. It's called Producer Paul's Playlist. And what he likes to do is curate a playlist specifically for you. For the guests. I, for the guests. I, I try. He, you know, I, I do he, what I can. I do what I can. 
He stalks you. Don't he, make me uh, don't make, make sure. me fall in he, love with you, he, Paul. He called Jessica. <laughs> yeah, he was like, hey, Florida. Like, I'm like yeah. hey, I know G True. Hey, I, I know you were with him in the beginning. He goes by G True. Like, yeah. now. Yeah. He was like waiting outside yeah. your shower. What were you singing? Yeah. Turned out yeah, it's still the, wig- the wiggles. The wiggles. Still, still the wiggles. wiggles. Right. Yeah. Oh yeah, wiggles. So yeah, I was wiggling. So was producer Paul. Oh, man. Oh, with the booster. No respect. <laughs> with the booster. <laughs> extra height. Extra height. Uh. No, man. I try to I try to do my best. You know what I'm saying? Uh. I, I had the privilege of knowing you for a little bit, bro, and checking out your, you know, knowing just a little bit about your history. So I was like, man, I got to put something vibey, catchy, something just great. You know what I'm saying? So you being from the East Coast, you know, I had to, had to go ahead and start it off with 50 Cent, I Get Money. Sold in bottles for two bucks. The Coca-Cola came and bought it for beans. That's for some. Have a baby by me, baby. Be a millionaire. I write the check before the baby comes. Who the hell cares? I'm stanky rich. I'ma die trying to spin this kid. Southside's up in this bitch. Yeah, I smell like the vote. I used to sell soap. I did play the block. Now I play on boats in the South. That was song number one. Song number one. It might be old. It might be. It might. I mean, it's definitely. It don't matter. I get money. Oh, yeah. I get money. I had to to do a little 50 in there, you know, from from the East Coast. 50's from Philadelphia, right? No, no. No. He's from the East East Coast. New York. He's old school. New York. <laughs> that is old as what was it? Joe Blow or yeah, who, J- Curtis, yeah, Blow. Curtis, Curtis Blow? Blow. Curtis oh my Blow. God, oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Joe no, I'm gonna do my homework. Paul, I'm gonna do some more homework. He does Believe his me. homework. Yeah, he no, does. I'm gonna do he more. Thought, he, he thought that if 50 Cent was from Philadelphia, yeah. yeah. hey Paul, this is what happens when you know, like the only research he does is like hanging outside of your shower, bro. Jay Truth was gonna say something. Go ahead. Why did you do that to me, Paul? Let me ask yeah. you though. Let me let me ask you. Did, did you like that song? He's lukewarm. Damn it! I, I plead the fifth. Plead the fifth. That tells you a lot. When <laughs> yeah. someone pleads the fifth, right, right. Yeah. You know what they're saying. Yeah, yeah. I know what they're saying. All right, all right, all right. <laughs> all, right. <laughs> all right. So zero for one. Zero for, zero one. for one. All right. Good, good thing I have more chances here. Yeah, you got, you got. <laughs> all right. Song number two. Let's see what we got. All right. Let's, song, see Let's see it. Song number two. You know, I just wanted to keep the vibe going. Had to keep it going with some Anderson <laughs> Pack, Calm Down remix between Ty Dolla Sign and School Boy Q. Yummy, yummy hot. on the playlist before. Uh, yeah. We got a repeat. Re- recycle. Yeah. Recycle. That's that mm. stuff I like it's right here. Yeah. You like that beat though. I want the instrumental to this. Yeah. Let's go. Uh, you throwing shots from afar. I'm going to meet you at your front door. So hard to be doing what you really meant for beauty. Uh, yeah, I want the instrumental to this. There you go. Yo. That, that kind of sounds like a winner to me. Yeah, I mean, I mean he was vibing out. He I don't want to see my own Anything Anderson Pac is on, I'm on. Yeah. 
Anything Anderson Park is on them all. Yeah, yeah. yeah, that's right. So he likes that. So, song yeah. number two. Better right. than song number one. <laughs> <laughs> you, you, won, you won and one right now. Listen, one and one. I'd rather play a song mm. and fail mm. okay. than, than not play a song. And fail. Okay. I like how you adopted that philosophy. We got a lot of philosophy out of this right now. Bro, I'm telling you. What is your creative process like? I can't even say that I actually have one. It's more of a feeling than a process. Mm. You know, mm-hmm. like, um, and my friends here can attest to it. There's some, there's most times where I, I, I hear something that sparks my interest and almost immediately, mm. it, that's it. And I barely write. So, Whoa. like, I even Catch a Vibe was not even written. That oh, was man. just something I was like, I love this. <laughs> and I went for it. And then I'll piece together what I need to to make the song sound the way that it is today. But yeah. my process is, is, is all flow state. Like, there's a oh, time, yeah. there's like a time and a place for me to get in a flow state. Mm. So I'm guessing to, to say process, to give you an answer to that, is more at night. That's why my sleep schedule was so different than everybody else's. I'm up usually all night mm. because that's my flow time. Like, I, there's no, there's no, there's less distraction. Yeah. And if I hear something, I can really embody it versus dealing with that in outside noise or inner chatter. Like, no I'm just... That's what I want. That's what I want to focus on. This is where I'm gonna deliver, mm-hmm. and then I carry that 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 uh, that confirmation with me, and I I guess that's my process, really. Yeah, and there's one more reason why Vegas suits you so well, cause it's a nightlife. Yeah, man. This this is the real city that never sleeps. Mm-hmm. You know, New York. No, straight up, straight up. New York sleeps. Like they do. Yeah, I, I try to like go somewhere like at ten o'clock, and like a lot of places were closed. And I was like, Man. yeah, no, this, this, you want anything at two yeah. o'clock in the morning? You can get it. Yeah, yeah, you can get it. Stupid question: Philadelphia or Vegas? You can't put me on a spot like that. Oh, yo, yo, yo. it's an endangerment to everything. <laughs> <laughs> no, um, so I'll 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 I'll, I'll give you one for each. Mm. Philly, because it teaches you how to be tough. Yeah, you know, you you learn cult, you learn like like a, a different sense of culture yeah. and, and, and people. You, you learn about struggle. You learn about strife. Mm. You learn about the streets. I became, I'm really street smart. Yeah. Like I will always be a, 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 a street kid in my head. You can't take that out of me. Mm-hmm. I've learned that. That's something I don't think anyone can really learn or adopt fully in Vegas. And not to say this about Vegas, but what y'all will call the ghetto, we will call paradise. Mm. Oh. And, and, I mean, and I mean that honestly with, with no laughter. Vegas, because... A taste, a taste of freedom, opportunity, yeah. mm. um, being able to have to not have to look over your shoulder as much, yeah. okay. um, yeah. to to be able to connect with people differently. Like I remember the first time I came here when I first started being here, we went to the Hard Rock mm. on the Strip. Yeah, yeah. And so I never got I, a dude never held a door for me. Not all, not in Philadelphia. You better yeah. find a way. Some, <laughs> some Asian dude. He was cool. He had, like I stepped on his shoe too, and that's the oh. whole problem in Philly. You step on a, a brand new shoe. Yeah. Oh, it's going down. Yeah. Over here, oh, don't even worry about it, bro. Yeah. It's yeah. all good. Let me yeah. hold the door for you. Just kidding. Yeah. What did he just say to me? Yeah. And I, I even told the guy who brought me. I was like, Yo, bro. He said he wanted to hold the door for me, bro. Like <laughs> it freaked me out because yeah. there's so much life here. Yeah. People talk to you. All you gotta do is say hi. Like, yeah. Once you get out of your own shell, mm-hmm. it's easy to help somebody, you know, to, to engage with someone. It's not like that really in Philadelphia. Like it's people are like really headstrong. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? They're really passionate about things. So like if you ain't coming with if you're coming with nonsense or you coming to play, nobody's trying to hear that. Over here you can you can have a funny conversation and it can go any way you want it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, out there, nah. No, no. Nah. Mike touched on it a little bit. 
um, as a creative here in Las Vegas, would you say like the scene like they're supportive? I would say this. Nah, shut him out. Oh, call him out. Call him out. Let him know. Let him know. No one's safe. Jessica, you in Vegas now. I hope she ain't in Vegas. Yo, if you are in Vegas, my Instagram is JJ. What was, what was your question? I want to make sure I touch on it properly. Okay. As a creative. Yes. Do you feel like the scene is supportive? Like as creatives, do you guys support each other? Yes and no. Okay. Yes, they're supportive. No, if you're not in the same group of people that they're in. Mm. I, and that's how, honestly how I, I, I feel. It's clicky. Clicky. Damn. Clicky. I think clicky is what's stopping Vegas from being that place. And there's not have there hasn't been... Until me, there hasn't hey, there hasn't hey, been hey. there hasn't been someone who's really broken out mm-hmm. other than Neo and like I mean come on like yeah. that's so that's a, that's such a gap yeah. but I feel like if there was someone to come out and I'm gonna I'm gonna embody what I'm about to say for myself if I come out and I and I show you know let people know yeah I'm from Philadelphia but like I'm coming out of Vegas mm-hmm. I'm gonna make sure I give this city something different I feel like that may help change clicks because mm-hmm. I came from a lot of them. Yeah. And I've seen and worked with a lot of them and I still love a lot of a lot of these people. So I do believe there's a lot of support here. Mm-hmm. But it all depends also on the clique you come from in that artist round. That will make people want to support you heavy versus don't you know, don't don't go here because this person's here and like we don't vibe with him like that or we don't vibe with her like that. We're gonna stick with our group. Mm-hmm. So if you're in a group of people that like you mess with, yeah. they're gonna rock with you to the end. I love yeah. that about Vegas. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But it all depends on, you know, who you're a part of here. For sure. I mean, I agree with the yes and no. I mean, like, yes, we support producer Paul by having him on the podcast. But also, yeah. no, because he put I Get Money by as, the number one, as the number one song, song on the playlist this week. Apologize. We do yeah. three songs. We do three songs. I have I have an opportunity, he's, you know. He's balanced right now, guys. It's you got, you got, you oh, one and one. one. Okay, yes, one and one. This is the tiebreaker. Let's, let's finish strong, Bro. producer Paul. I, oh. I, I believe in you. Bro, oh, he believes it. I believe you. I I feel it, bro, and you know I can't I can't I can't do you wrong, man. So you know we're gonna leave it just right with Catch a Vibe by Jay yeah, Truth, Truth PA. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, he fired. This boy he fired. This boy good. This boy good. Close your eyes. I mean to tap the light when nothing catch a vibe. I'm just gonna spend time with myself today and meditate all of my problems away. Meditation where you close your eyes I mean the time to line up and catch a vibe Connect to myself, vibe with myself Connect with myself, think that on myself Oh, I like him Oh, he good I like him He fire Oh, he good, good <laughs> So yes, that is Catch a Vibe by none other than J-Truth PA J-Truth, tell us about that one Catch a Vibe Catch a Vibe was 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 now that I've I've gained so much knowledge and wisdom and I've learned to put the tools from the past together for once, this was a record of like, I'm, I put everything down for once. You know, it's, it's amazing what we all accomplish when we just put the phone down, when we put the laptop down, when we stop answering a text message. Like, those things aren't going to go away. So the Catch a Vibe is based off me finding that inner sense of happiness before I decide to find happiness in anyone else. Give that energy and give that time to myself before mm-hmm. I give it to anybody else because I'll be able to give you a better version of me when I give me a better version of me. And go. I want people to embody that for themselves. Yeah. Don't try to give someone so much more than you give into yourself because you're eventually going to run out of that. Em- you're going to have an empty cup. 
I overfloweth with a massive cup now. Now I can fill your cup up because I took mm. these last few hours, these last few days mm -hmm. to make sure my cup was filled. So when I approach you, I'm approaching you wholeheartedly, full passion and direct versus I'm giving you a piece of me because I've been given 20% to this person, 20% to this business, 10% mm. here, and I'm burnt out. I want to catch a vibe to really resonate. Like, um, there's a, the first verse. Um, so today forget about IG. The only heart I need is the one in me. Hey. Don't need to spill my conscience on all of my tweets. Mm. I start to feel I'm flawed because of what I see. I know I'm good. It's whatever. I take this time to make me better. Yeah. Reflect on my eye, thoughts, and actions. I won't give them the satisfaction, yeah. Of understanding all of my choices. Because within my mind, so many voices inhale slow don't hold it and let it go because and the reason why i said that line is because i didn't realize how powerful a technique breathing is mm. we breathe every day as a way of of, of staying alive as, as bringing oxygen into us but when you practice breath work and like really take that 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 step to be aware of your breath like it's just amazing i remember so many times where i've been in situations where all i did was just blink my eyes for a second take two deep breaths and i'm i'm back i'm centered again and i didn't even know that tool until now mm -hmm. like where where are they teaching this in school how to just breathe you know what i'm saying how to just focus on you first and not all these other things that they want you mm -hmm. to do. Mm -hmm. I want to catch up to stand for something like that. I want the people to learn how precious they are and how much of a commodity they are to want to spend more time with themselves before they give it to the outside world. I will I will say this, J Troop, when I was listening to it, I was like, man. Did you catch you, a vibe? The message, I definitely caught a vibe, bro. I mean, you know. It's a given. <laughs> but when I was listening to it and I was paying attention to the lyrics and I was just filling out the song, I was like, man, this... This song is like cinematic. It's like more than just storytelling. Like I can, I'm picturing a movie. Like you know what I'm saying? Yeah. And it's, you know, they're that's very, like Biggie. Yeah, man. Mm -hmm. It's like just, you can visually. Yeah, dude. And it, that's the that's the vibe that I felt. I was like, man, I could totally see this being part of a trailer, for you know some sort of movie. Idea. Um, idea. Just, yeah, yeah. Just had to just had to throw that out there, man. Because thank you for that's saying that. To go feeling. back into the process, that pretty much would answer right there too. Like, oh, movies, film. Like when I when I do get that quick inspiration, I never think just about the record. Mm. I always think about how it would it play out in a real life scenario. Mm -hmm. And I don't know mm -hmm. where it really comes from, but like there's so records I have now. Like I I have a song called um, Everybody That I Love, and the first time that I got on the mic, even freestyling it, I've already pictured it on Madden. I pictured, you know. A famous quarterback getting up in the morning, working out to the record, losing a, losing a, a, a football game, mm. but then coming back and winning the championship. Yeah. How would my song play out in a real life scenario, if 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 this song was being played right now right. in the real world as I'm walking around? Like, what would happen? And I think that's a part of my process too. I can embody wow. is that I think about real life scenario as big as I can because you shouldn't be afraid. I mean, you should be afraid to think really big, but you shouldn't be afraid of what the outcome is. So. There you go. Add TED Talk to the end of that. that TED Talk, yeah. yeah. Motivation, TED Talk motivational speaker. Yeah, mo motivational speaker. Also, oh, I love you for that. Can I, can I say this really quick? Yeah, go ahead. The, the reason why my music today is the way that it is, ultimately, and I'm going to sound like a true weirdo, but I want everybody to embrace the inner weird inside of all of them because it, to me it just means wired. You know, there's a conversation, there's a conversation that... Um, Gary V posts a lot, and I love following Gary V. I remember him posting up a video of him having a talk with Nipsey before his passing about what if 
you know, bring, what if someone brought TED Talks into like a Rolling Loud situation? What would that look like? Mm -hmm. I've embodied that idea almost immediately. Reason why I embodied it is because I'm a big fan of the studies of Nikola Tesla. Not just the vehicle, him as a, him. Nikola uh, Tesla, the inventor. Yeah, the inventor, yeah. So, um, I studied him for a while, uh, around 24 and 25, and I came across a video of him saying, I don't know how it ended up like that, but he was saying like, oh, uh, 144,000 people at a collective conscience can change the frequency of our planet. And I wanted to know what, what, like, where did that really come from? And that's where my, 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 my desire for numerology came in. And I love numbers naturally. Mm-hmm. I remember also seeing a video of a guy holding a bowl of sand with a frequency monitor under it. And then he played a certain frequency and it made a certain shape and it only made that shape for that frequency. Mm-hmm. So I tied in all those ideas together, which is like my sleep, my sleep idea belief is like, what if I could be the one that bring a TED Talk to Rolling Loud, you know, where I'm not just entertaining people, but I'm giving them a message that they can walk home and not only feel entertained by or satisfied by the performance, but walk away feeling like they have some more keys to unlock their future. And also, what if I can get 144,000 people in one arena, one place in the world, all together, and have them sing a certain record of mine at the highest vibration that they can. If, if it is true, or theory, that is true, of 144,000 people at a collective conscious change the frequency of the planet, and at a certain frequency can change a bowl of sand, then can I get 144,000 people to sing high? Can that literally change our planet? Yeah. And I've invited that idea for years now, and my music started to take the course of that as time progressed. So now my music is based on songs like Catch a Vibe and Chakras or a song called I got called Colors, which is one of my favorite records I've ever made in my life because I love I would love to have 144,000 people sing a record like that loud enough theory-wise changed the world forever. And not just like the world as far as like the frequency of the world. Like what if the world just starts to break apart? Dang, like what oh. if the earth's crust start to break and make a certain yeah. shape? Because <laughs> once upon a time everything was together. Yeah. Tectonic yeah. plates yeah. were up yeah. together. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Inches apart throughout the years and now you know all the continents are spread. Yeah. From what I've learned in, in school growing up. Yeah. What if I could bring them together? What's the vibe that you got from us when you walked in here? I can say whatever I want, right? Yeah. yeah. Say, yeah. Y'all some sexy motherfuckers, yeah. man. Y'all guys instant embrace, you know, and instant respect. And what can I do for you? Almost instantly. That's awesome. I believe in impact over income. So like y'all giving value first. Y'all, y'all will make any upcomer feel like they're a living legend in here. And that's how I felt when I walked in here, you know? And I hope to stay in contact with all of you guys. Oh, oh, yeah. man, come yeah. on. You know we got your back. Whatever you need, we're right here. If you don't, if you don't got my back like chiropractic, then I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> be careful, be careful man. You'll make me crack my back. <laughs> now, now you talked to, and I do want to touch on it just mm-hmm. out of respect because you mentioned you were getting, um, right before the, the, the show began, you were talking about um, Dark Place and, and getting vulnerable. And, yeah. and I feel like everything you had just mentioned touches a little bit on that. Um, where are you at now? How did that transition happen? Like, I guess you were, you were in dark places and now you're in a different vibe? Mm. Yes. Explain. Can I be a little bit open about, like, 100%. can I get really dark? Yeah. 100%. Okay, cool. I, I'm not afraid to say it anymore. Sex addiction was a problem for me. Mm. You know, growing up as an insecure male in my, in my area, you know, having those type of moments with women was like my way of some type of empowerment or feel like something because I felt like nothing when I was home. Mm. You know, here in Vegas, it's so easy to get 
introduced to things. I didn't do any substances until I came to Vegas. Right, yeah. And then, you know, alcohol. I, I didn't even drink. I didn't even smoke weed mm-hmm. yeah. until I got here. But weed became a problem too much. Mm. I started selling, you know. Um, alcohol, even recently, I'm telling my friend over here, and she knows I would confide her in everything. Yeah. Alcohol is becoming a problem. Cocaine became a problem. And excess. Excess. Yeah. What, what was was once like a, a social thing became like, I, what am I hiding from? Mm. So personal development taught me like, stop. The way I became this way with my with my uh, like my ideas is because I stopped judging the things I was thinking about and feeling, because uh, another person that I study his name is uh, Neville Goddard, and he helped me embody and adopt the idea that prayer is not something that we do with language, but it's something that we do with emotions. So praying comes from filling that emotion with that thought that you desire attached. And those two becoming one manifests. And as I started to learn how powerful that was and realizing in in areas of my life that I could have been manifesting the wrong thing, because whatever you impress on the subconscious is going to be expressed externally, right or wrong, you can make the choice. And I, I think that's why people start to tell you about controlling your thoughts, controlling your emotion. Only think about the things that you do want. Because the moment that the emotion behind it and that thought become one, you're, it, ha- it has no choice but to be expressed in the outside world. Mm. And now that I know that and, I, and I, I adopt that as being the truth for me, I start to like really think about things differently without judging them. I don't judge my thoughts as right. I don't judge them as wrong. I don't judge my darkness and I don't judge my light. Because if it wasn't for the darkness, I won't know what light looks like. And if it wasn't for the light, I won't realize how much respect I have for the darkness that I came out of. And I feel like people got it twisted, whereas like, oh, be yourself. And this has got to be always this like positive Mm -hmm. thing. But what if being myself is going to the bar at two o'clock in the morning and grabbing a drink? Why does that got to be a thing? Why, why can I be the same person that goes to church and the same person that kicks it at a club on a weekend? Why is that a problem? Oh, I saw you. You go to church and you're at the club or you're a fake Christian. No, I'm just being me, my brother. Like, I'm happy with me. But, I, you know, people, we, we take that and we, we embody it and it makes us feel some type of way. So to, to answer it more concisely is just I start to understand my thoughts better without judgment because if I judge them, I'm going to feel a certain type of way about them. And if I feel a certain type of way about a certain thought, I can possibly be afraid that it'll come to life. And I don't want those things to come to life. So I only think about the meek things. I only think about being rich. I only think about being a a successful dad because my dad is out of my life completely. I only think about exactly what I want and I try to attach a feeling to it as if it's happening right this moment. So doing that today affects the better person that I become tomorrow. Thank you so much for sharing that. That's awesome. My hope is that people listening can relate. Yeah, because a lot so, of people don't talk about it, and you being vulnerable and mm-hmm. sharing that. I'll say sure. this to everybody: I'm not perfect from a long shot. I don't think anybody's perfect, mm. but if I aim for it, if you aim for it, just know and have faith that you'll fall on excellence. Faith to me now is the like the sure feeling of something happening for me. That's faith, you know. To me, God, this whole thing, like I was taught, you know, God being, you know, Jesus being this person who who came down, you know, who was born in Mary's womb. To me, I, I don't no longer look at the Bible or anything like that no more. To me, 
conscience and subconscious is what God, what the word meant when it said him and her. Him is conscience, her is subconscious. They always said when they were united, they'll become one flesh. I'm already a flesh. So if I could just unite my conscience to be more impressive on my subconscious positively in this body that I have that's flesh, that's where that marriage of everything that I want comes to life. And that's the philosophy that I now adopt that's helped me change my life throughout the years. Wow. We're good. Yeah. A lot a lot of uh, good advice, man. A lot of a lot of gems there. And we're gonna are you good at giving advice? Are you good I, at I love is, advice? Like, love, <laughs> yeah. right? yeah, I love advice. Love and, and all that. You uh, I love it, baby. Yeah. Yeah. All right, before we get into that, Paul B, bring it back. Song number one. Uh, I don't even know if I should say it, but I will. <laughs> I get money by 50, 50 cent. cent. Uh, number two. Calm down remix. Yes. By Anderson Pack. Yeah. And song number three. And that's of course Catch Five by J. Yeah. If you need advice about love, life, and everything in between, Yoda Love Expert is here. Submit your questions now on Instagram. At FNGR Podcast. FNGR Podcast. Y'all ready to do this? Yeah. Yo, Katrina. What's up, Mike? Yoda Love Expert. I am. Aw, oh, snap. <laughs> <laughs> Our first question uh, comes from Caitlin. Caitlin is 22 from Portland, Oregon. Mm. Caitlin writes in, hey guys, me and my best friend drifted apart for a few years when I left for college. I'm back in town now and we are cool again. Getting closer. However, (laughs) I saw her boyfriend at the movies uh, with another girl. He had his arms around her. Oh, dang, 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 dang. Looks sus to me. Scandalous. Mm. Mm. I don't want to rock the boat here, but I just, I just like having my friend back with no drama. Is it messed up if I stay quiet? Okay, so let's run back. Caitlin from Portland, Oregon. She's 22 years old. Yep. Um, she, you know, her and her best friend, they went off to college. Mm-hmm. She left for college. Caitlin left, but now she's back in town. Yep. Um, and she saw her best friend's boyfriend. guy boyfriend, boyfriend at the movies yeah. with another girl yeah now she doesn't want to cause any issues doesn't want to rock the boat rock the boat yeah mm-hmm. is it messed up if she stays quiet Man. truth let me ask you this bro have you ever been in that position where you see mm-hmm. your home shady yeah you see oh. your homeboy <laughs> girl oh. oh look at the smile oh. Come on, come on, let's go. Grab a mic. Yo, come here, grab a mic. Go ahead. So, by the way, this is my one of my one of my favorite people in the world. He's my brother, and he's also my barber. His name is Santana, and I'm gonna give him the mic and let him do his thing real quick. How y'all doing in Santana? Hey. 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 Yo, Santana? Why did you come out like wow. sexual chocolate Yo, just now? So smooth, he's man. Like, um, he's kind of like a. Uh, Stealing your thunder right now. That voice, nah, though. He can't have to nothing. This is my brother. We're doing this together. Okay. There it is. All right. Yeah. So, so I, I posed the question. Have you seen your boy, mm-hmm. your boy's girl with another man? And I've seen it plenty of times. Or, oh. oh. Do you say something? Get up on the mic. Let me hear you. So... I mean, am I answering this, the, 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 yeah, the like, question? No, you've seen it. So what happened? Yeah. Tell us about it. I, did, did you... I, I, gotta, rather, I gotta say something. And I, I got to say something to, my, some say to my friend, only because of this, like, and to answer the girl, too, in, in some way, if you just want your friend back and you saw what you saw, 
I mean, then you got to ask yourself, am mm. I, if, if my thought is to tell my friend, am I telling my friend because I'm selfish and I want her to myself again? Mm. Or am I telling her because I want to protect her? If I, am I being silent so we can mm. enjoy our friendship? Or am I being silent because I don't want her to get hurt? Mm. Those things need to be hashed out yeah. so that way you can make a decision of what you think is right or wrong. But either, either or, if that's someone that you're getting close with, and even with my boy here, if, if I'm getting really close with him and it's my yeah. brother, yeah. and I seen this lady doing something, mm. like I have to think, like, yeah, he's my friend and I want to have more time with him, but I also want to protect him because that I don't care if we're not friends after that. He gets mad at me for saying something. I'd rather him have a whole whole heart yeah. oh. at the end of the day than me have a friendship with a broken man. Oh, man. Damn. That's, that's why your name is Jay Truth. And not Jay, Jay Lock. Truth. Not Jay Lock. That's right. You know, man. Yeah, tu sabe, baby. Caitlin! Oh my gosh, I'm so happy that you're back in town and things are just going great for me. I'm so happy. I couldn't have been happier. You know, you've met my boyfriend. He's great. And I'm just so happy, Caitlin. Um, you, what, do you, what do you want to do today? Hey, um, you know, it's, it's, it's great to see you. Uh, yeah. Um, Paula? Yeah. Uh, sure. Uh, I, you know, I, I've been, I've been, I, 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 I've been looking forward to like reuniting with you. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but it's uh, been great. I'm sure it has been. Yeah. Um, I couldn't, I couldn't, I couldn't be happier. I mean, it, it seems I, like you're be, trying to I tell mean, me something, or I don't know. Yeah, you seem I think you've been super, super satisfied. Y yeah, Just that's like maybe, maybe too happy. Huh? Can, 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 is it possible to be too happy? Ooh, I don't, Ooh. I don't like, know. Like, I, like selfishly happy? I, I don't think, I didn't think so. I feel pretty great. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, me, me, and uh, uh, John are, you know, doing well. Oh, James? Yeah. Oh, gosh. So silly. Jimmy I mean, John. Yeah, yeah. Jimmy James, you know. Johnny James, you know. I, I always call him by his first name. But yeah, you, you know. always call him JJ. Yeah, JJ. That's true. Yeah, that's also true. You know, I love him. And, you know, I think things are getting pretty serious here. And mm -hmm. yeah, you know, he... Uh, he went to the movies recently with his sister, and, you know, we're going to catch oh, yeah? up later on. Our, what, yeah. what, what movie did you guys see? Um, uh, <laughs> Spider-Man. Ah! Yeah. Oh. I thought you what? said it was his sister. Oh. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. I'm confused. <laughs> what the fuck? Yeah, that is just confusing. Wait, wait, wait. What did I just walk I into? <laughs> I thought Caitlyn. So Caitlyn doesn't want to tell... Caitlin. The best friend. You were supposed to tell. You're supposed to tell. You're supposed oh, to tell oh, me. We were oh, you're Caitlyn. How that would play out. See, and and now I I can't blame Caitlyn for feeling the way that she does. It's uncomfortable. It's uncomfortable. It's uncomfortable. It's a confusing situation. Yeah, it's right, very. Right. It's I, very I can confusing. sympathize now, being in her shoes. Yeah. Right. Well, well, absolutely. You know, well, give you the know, girl a break. So give the girl a break. <laughs> So Jay Probably went to Florida for college. Sure. <laughs> okay. So I like wow. what Jay Truth said. He said, You, you got to tell her. Well, you got to balance. Yeah. You yeah. got to. Right. Whether, whether you want to tell her or don't, ask yourself the right questions if you decide that you do or if you think that you will and ask yourself certain questions if you think that you don't. If you do, are you doing it selfishly or because you really want to protect your friend regardless of the outcome? Or do you not want to tell them or you, your friend because you want to enjoy your friendship or yeah. you, want to, you want to protect their heart it's, as much I mean, at all costs? The thing is, the, the, the thing is it's, it's deeper than that. It's not just, oh, I'm uncomfortable. No, my loyalty, first of all, is with my homeboy. Damn, I got your back. Straight you know up. what I'm saying? If you tell me to kick her out, I'm gonna kick her out. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Like, if I see somebody do you wrong, bro, I'm gonna look out for you and I'm gonna tell you, like, hey, you gotta watch him. 
Right. You know what yeah. I'm saying? I don't care about them. Like, you can be mad at me all you want, but just know that at the end of the day, you're going to think about, oh, damn, bro got my back. Yeah. He mm -hmm. looked out for me. I can trust him all my life. Word up. Now you see why he's my boy. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. You see Santana's what I'm loyalty runs deeper than his voice, bro. That, that, right. <laughs> it's a pretty deep voice. Yeah. It's a pretty deep voice. Yoda yeah. love expert. What do you think? Well, I, I consider, you know, sometimes when people get cheated on, let's say that's the scenario here. Yeah. It's sometimes that person who gets cheated on feels an embarrassment, right? Yeah. So look at, it, look at this as other things. Sometimes it, it's easier to break down a situation when you look at it as like a metaphor. If your girl had, and let's just say this, girls have all been there, if she had a period stain on her butt, mm. are you going to say something? It's uncomfortable. Right. Are you going to, like, help her out? It's a little bit embarrassing. It's a little bit uncomfortable if she has toilet paper on her shoe. Mm. For, like, those little simple things, it, it's an obvious thing. Like, of course I would tell my friend. I'd take off my jacket. She could tie it around her waist, you know? Right. If she, there's something embarrassing happening with her, she's, you know, of course you would tell yeah. them. I would tell any one of you guys. That you have period stains. Thank you. I Thank appreciate you. It, I appreciate yeah. that, you know. You're welcome. Um, but, know yeah, why. so to stay quiet is kind of just like you're letting your friend, let's say she is getting played. Yeah. You're just letting her, like. Walk around with a period stain. Walk around with mm. a period stain. Oh. Like, you're letting her get embarrassed. Yeah. And you knew. And let's say it's not. Let's say that, like, they have an open relationship and you didn't know that. But now you know. But now, yep. And now you're closer and you've just proved your loyalty to be a deeper, you know, friendship. Oh, I like oh, that. Yeah. High five, go. girl. There it is. High five, girl. There it is. Mm. Katrina? What's up, Paul? You're the love expert. I am. Angelo from Orlando, Florida. Hey! Shout out, Florida! Florida! <laughs> Damn! What's up, Jessica? Yes. <laughs> What's up? He's 28 years old, and he writes, My fiancé is acting like a dick. Dictator. Dictator. Oh. Sorry. Mm. Dictator. Yeah, my fiancé is acting like a dictator. Our wedding is three months out. She's asking me to whiten my teeth, cut my hair, and it's like down on my shoulders. But she wants me to look like a preppy, like, like a preppy dude, I guess. And she even asked me to drop some weight. Mm. <laughs> she gets super mad when I tell her to stop telling me what to do. Mm. Is this shit normal stuff to be asking someone before a wedding? Hmm. Huh. All right, so Angela from uh, Orlando, Florida. He's 28 years old. 28 years old. Yeah. Talking about his uh, fiance, yeah. telling him to cut his hair. Because yeah. the wedding's coming up. Great, yeah. yeah. Yeah, so cut your hair, get your yeah. teeth whitened. Yeah, lose, lose some weight. Some weight. Come on. Yeah. 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 Okay. She wants him to change, look more preppy. Yeah, yeah. Um, is that shit normal, is what he's asking? I mean, think about it, though. They're, they're fiance. Yeah. Truth is smiling. Truth, I know. He wants yeah, to say he something. Wants to say, it's, it, yeah, yeah, it's about Let's to come go out. Around. Let's go, go around. Let's go around. Truth is like, I, I know who Angelo in Florida is dating. <laughs> you, <laughs> I know Angelo. Oh, I know that motherfucker. Yeah. Yeah, her name better not be Jessica, bro. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Jessica yeah, is a dictator. Yeah, yeah. I dodged the bullet. Yeah, I thought, yeah, yeah, you good. Yeah. My personal thoughts, because um, I'm, I'm, I'm dealing with the divorce as we speak. Oh. <laughs> Damn. Like my person, I mean, but not that this that it has any relevance. I just wanted to state that I can, I can, I can empathize only because I wouldn't cut my hair. I will really think about it, stand up for myself, mm. and then if I have to make the decision, cut her instead because mm. I feel like instead of the hair. I feel like with the marriage will come a lot more entitlement for mm. you to have to oh, do yeah. things that hey. you don't want to do. If she can't take you how you are right mm -hmm. now, then what's the point of getting married? Yeah. There it is. They call it sickness and health, not for no reason. Yeah. Mm. Mm. Man. Oh, hey, um, uh, Jessica. <laughs> <laughs> God. 
I didn't see you there. I just was. Of course, you didn't see me here. Yeah, I, um, you never see me anymore. Well, I'm. You know, you're. You're. You're being actually kind of been rude. You know, lately. Oh, I've just been rude. Let you. I've been rude. You yeah. know what? You've been fat. Oh. Well, listen. Oh no. Listen. You was. You wasn't saying that last night. Oh. All right. I no, wasn't bro. saying nothing. I was. It was. You so were saying quiet. something else was fat last oh. night. <laughs> My pussy's fat. Oh, what? Oh, wow. wow. Listen. Wow. Listen. I know. I know. You asked me to get a haircut and wipe my teeth. You know, I'll definitely wipe my teeth. That's that's definitely no problem. My hair, I'm gonna just give it a little mm. trim because that's the way mm. I like it. Mm. All right. But, and that's how you met me. Mm. And this is how things are gonna go from now on. I'm Jessica. Okay, Angela. You were 200 pounds lighter. <laughs> Listen, for better or for worse, damn it, I'll cut you out. <laughs> See, that, that, that is yeah. a good point. That, if you think about it, though, they, what if he met, what's her name, Angelo? Angelo, yeah. Angelo. We don't know his fiance's name. He did mm. not. Jessica, no, no, what if Jessica say. met Angelo yeah. when he was 200 pounds lighter? Right. When yeah. his teeth was white. Wait, yeah. When he had short hair. When he had short hair, yeah. yeah. And now that they're getting married, she wants it. She she wants. She wants it back. She wants it back. Yeah. Because yeah. people get comfortable in a relationship. Yeah. Oh, super. But that's kind of understandable to me mm. a little bit. It's like, <laughs> I can understand that. I can understand that, you know? Yeah. Yo, I want you to, you know, well groom and be this because this is the, this is the man that I fell in love with. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. back then. And. You know, through time, I've, I've saw how comfy you become. But like, if since it wasn't mentioned, I can only assume that it's happening now. That yeah. it's getting closer to the wedding. So it's like, if this happening all of a sudden, and you you met me like this, you've been mm-hmm. loving me like this. Right. In your case, you've been getting this fat thing. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Oh. All, all this time, right? And now yeah. all of no a sudden. <laughs> All of a sudden, you wanted yeah. you know tell me to get twenty pounds lighter before mm-hmm. the wedding. It's like you wasn't complaining when the cushion for the pushing was. Oh, oh, right. Right. oh. yeah. Oh. So that is a lot. <laughs> so that's a lot. Yeah. And it's not. Would you guys say that's normal it's behavior? Shallow. That's, that's, that's shallow. Get, get up on the mic. Get up on the mic right there, right there. Go. Would, would you say Santana? It's shallow. You know, like for her. for her, yeah, for her to be like that, that's shallow. Like, who are you to even say something like that to somebody that you so called love? There's no point. Yeah. You're showing him that he shouldn't marry you, mm. right? Mm. Or, or you know what? I will, I will say this. It, it, at least not that way. You know what I'm saying? At least not like if you're trying to help him out. Like, hey, baby, you won't be taking pictures. You know what I'm mm. saying? All that good stuff. Like, hey, I'm gonna get my teeth whitened. Uh, Do you want to go together? Exactly. Type of the thing. Same thing. Like, you know what I'm that's saying? That's how she should. That's how she should run. Not, not, not all mean and stuff like that. I would like, like you to get in shape that? because uh, yeah. I want you to look good in your hey, suit. How I'm, about I go yeah. to the gym with you? Exactly. Right, yeah. Something right. along Do those lines. I see. Yeah. So, like, like you're saying, like, like what, what if, like. They got measured for their uh, tuxedo, and you know, <laughs> right. and then like, and then he's like, gain weight, and then you know, she just wants him to fit into fit the, the tuxedo. Tux. Gotcha. You yeah. know, this is how I look at it. It would be different if she just said, "Okay, get get a, get a trim and whiten your teeth." Yeah, we can work on our bodies together. There you go. After yeah. our marriage. Because she's showing how she's really going to be. Because, mm-hmm. look, y- y'all think they're comfortable. No. Well, <laughs> once they sign them paperwork, and yeah. she, it's a wrap. It's now, a she wrap. really, she's going to get fat. But she's doing it right. Because, like, you, like Angelo kind of jumped the gun a little bit by letting himself go before the, the <laughs> wedding. <laughs> At least she's You got to wait. Yeah, gotta wait, wait until after the wedding. Bait and switch, yeah. Bait and yeah. switch. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. Oh, man. Yoda love expert, what should Angelo do? Well, I think Angelo should take a uh, hard look at his fiance because here's the thing, and himself, because the decision he makes now lays the foundation for how, you know, people treat you based on what you accept from them. 
That's mm. just how it is. If you let yourself get bossed around, guess what the rest of your life married <sighs> this woman is going to look like? Man. You're going to get bossed around. And it's not just like hair or this or that. My thing has always been, like my personal mantra, is you fall in love with the person standing in front of you. And that might change. It might be a different person standing in front of you 10 years from now, but you always fall in love with the person standing in front of you. Not who they were when you met them, mm. not because they're a med student and maybe they'll be a big wig doctor oh. later on. You don't fall in love for potential and you don't fall in love with their past selves. Mm. Yeah. It's who they are standing in front of you because mm. I know that his fiance would be pressed if he was like, baby, your teeth are yellow. Mm. Your, your hair looks ratchet. Oh. You got a fupa. Oh. She would be mad. Yeah. I would be mad. I'd mm. be so upset, you know? So it's like, if she's not helping you to be a better person, like, you know, she's paying for the teeth whitening, she paid for your gym membership, oh, she got you a Peloton, you know? Yeah. Yeah. If she's yeah. not, like, part of the solution, mm -hmm. she's the problem. Oh. Oh. Let's Talk yeah. your shit. If you need advice about love, life, and everything in between, Yoda Love Expert is here. Submit your questions now on Instagram. At FNGR Podcast. FNGR Podcast. <laughs> now it's time to say sorry. First of all, we'd like to apologize to Jessica. Uh, yeah, Jessica. <laughs> we love you, Jessica. It's all fun. We're just joking. Oh, man. We're just joking. We're just joking. Uh, uh, oh, the partner that left. Oh, yeah. Lyrical guy. Lyrical. He's not relevant. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Try to do our best. Oh, Caitlin, we, we really, I, really messed I'm up. Sorry. Here. I'm sorry, I got confused. <laughs> who else? Who else? Who else? We uh, man, uh, 50 cents. 50 cents. Right, sorry. <laughs> I still love it. J Truth, PA. Yeah, yeah. Thank you for being here, bro. Did you have a good time? Man, I had a great time. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. You'll come back and visit tomorrow. Tuesdays. <laughs> I mean, Paul will be here. I'll yeah, see you. I'll, I'll, I'll see you on Tuesday. Yeah. You can visit uh, JTruthPA at his website at JTruthPA.com. Follow him on Instagram at JTruthPA. Yep. And check out his latest single, Baptized, streaming on all music platforms. Yeah. This is for no good reason. Thank you so much for having us on. You can subscribe to the show. Go to FNGRpodcast.com. And of course, follow us on Facebook and on Instagram. FNGR Podcast. FNGR Podcast. My name is Roland. I'm Mike. I'm Katrina. And it's producer Paul. And remember, do good and be good for no good reason. It's for no good reason. Woo!